the Lord. Go again with me to the book of 1 Kings. Vamos a regresar a Primera de Reyes, capítulo 17. 1 Kings, chapter 17, verse 8 through 16, tonight. Primera de Reyes, capítulo 8, perdón, capítulo 17, verso 8 al 16. I want to summarize what the Lord gave us on Wednesday night because I believe that this is essential for you to receive the things that God wants for you and I to receive in 2020. 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 8. The word of the Lord came to him saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he had come to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was gathering sticks, and he called to her and said, Please get me a little water in a jar that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. But she said, As the Lord God lives, I have no bread, only a handful of flour in the bowl and a little oil in the jar. And behold, I am gathering a few sticks that I may go in and prepare for me and my son that we may eat and die. Then Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Do as you have said, but make me a little bread cake from it first and bring it out to me. And afterward you may make one for yourself and for your son. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The bowl of flour shall not be exhausted, nor shall the jar of oil be empty, until the day that the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. So she went and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and he and her household ate for many days. And the bowl of flour was not exhausted, nor did the jar of oil become empty, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke through Elijah. Say this with me. This year, breakthrough will visit my house. One more time. This year, breakthrough will visit my house. How many of you received that word of the Lord? One more time. This year, breakthrough will visit my house. Father, I thank you tonight for the presence of the Holy Spirit among us as you have promised. I ask that you would speak to us by the holy and inspired word of God. I pray that you would anoint my lips of clay to preach the word of the living God. And I ask you to anoint this congregation that as they hear, their ear might receive the word and their heart might be full of faith. We ask that in Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. On Wednesday night, the Lord gave us a word as a church. And this is a word for the season that you and I are in as the body of Christ. And the word is simply this. This year, breakthrough will visit my house. How many of you need breakthrough to visit your house? God wants to bring a manifestation of breakthrough to your house. First Chronicles chapter 14, verse 10 through 11, the Bible said that David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? 
And will you go and give them into my hand? Then the Lord said to him, Go up, for I will give them into your hand, and I will defeat them there. And David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like the breakthrough of many waters. Therefore he named the, the name of the place, The Lord is Breakthrough. One of the names of God given to us in the Bible is the Lord, the God of breakthrough. And he wants to visit your house. He wants to visit your situation, uh, the, the situation that you are in right now and tonight. And I want to share with you from what we shared on, on Wednesday, some of you are, were not able to be a part of that Bible study because you're serving in other parts of the church so I need you to get this word. Others of you were here, and I need you to double down on this word because this is a divine strategy for how to receive breakthrough in your house and in your life this year. First of all, I want to speak of the context of this narrative which I have read to you tonight. Quiero comenzar hablando sobre el contexto de lo que hemos leído esta noche. First of all, the woman that we are going to be dealing with tonight was in dire straits. La mujer que estamos para discutir esta noche estaba en una situación bastante seria. She was about to eat her last meal for her and her son and then she would die. Era mujer viuda y está para comer su última comida para ella y su hijo y luego morir. They are in the midst of a famine. Están en medio de una sequía, una escasez material. They're in the middle of a dire situation nationally. The nation of Israel and the surrounding nations are undergoing a famine. They're undergoing a judgment from God. Está la nación de Israel y los, las naciones alrededor uh, pasando una sequía por el juicio de Dios. And she is at the end of the end of her rope. Ella está al fin de las esperanzas. She's come to the end of her resources. Ella ha llegado al fin de sus recursos. She's come to the end of her hope. Ha llegado al fin de su esperanza. But God has a plan for her life. Pero Dios tiene un plan para su vida. I told you this morning to look to the, toward the future because God has a plan for your life. And I want to tell you again tonight. Look ahead of you. Look forward because God has a plan. Tell your neighbor God has a plan. You see even when your plan doesn't add up. Even when your resources aren't enough. Even when it seems like everything that you have in your hands and in your power is not enough. God has a plan. Dios tiene un plan para esta mujer. Este plan, quizá ella no lo entendía, no lo sabía. Y ella, uh, esto no cabía en sus planes. Pero Dios la había escogido. God had chosen this woman. Now this is a unique situation because Jesus refers to this uh, situation in the Gospels. Jesús hace referencia a esta mujer en los evangelios. And Jesus points out something that is important for us to understand. Jesús la clarifica algo muy importante. He says that in the days of the prophet Elijah, there were many widows 
in Israel. Dice el Señor Jesucristo que en los días del profeta Elías había muchas viudas en Israel. But the Lord did not send Elijah to any of the widows of Israel. Pero Jehová no envió a Elías a ni una de las viudas de Israel. He did not command any of Israel's widows to provide for the Jewish prophet. Dios no escogió a ni una de las viudas de Israel para que ellas fueran el recurso para proveer para el profeta de Israel. Instead, he went across the border and he went to a woman who was a Gentile. Él cruzó la frontera y fue a una mujer que era gentil. This woman was not part of the promises of God. This woman was not part of the, of the covenant of Israel. Ella no era parte de las promesas de Dios. No era parte del pacto de Israel. But God had a plan for her life. Pero Dios tenía un plan para su vida. What am I telling you tonight? You and I have received the word of the Lord. And it's simply this. This year, breakthrough will visit my house. And what am I telling you tonight? The word of the Lord has come at a time and to a people that makes no sense. You may say, Pastor, I don't qualify for that word. I don't, I don't have all the things lined up in my life that I should. But God has a plan for your life. And his plan is to bring you out and to bring you up. Say amen, somebody. God does not need our qualifications. He is looking for someone that will obey his plan. Dios no necesita nuestras cualificaciones. Él está buscando a alguien que obedezca su plan. And what else can I tell you tonight but this, that when you and I see what God is doing, we realize that many times God gives us favor out of turn. God gives us breakthrough out of turn. You see, when God decides to bless somebody, it doesn't matter if it's their turn or not. It doesn't matter if it's the right time or not. Say amen, somebody, because you may, it may not be your turn, but when God says it's your turn and it's your time, he says, I'm going to bring breakthrough to your house this year. Come on, somebody. You ought to get excited about that because God has a plan for your life. Now, this is not the right woman and it's not the right season. She's in the middle of a famine. And I want you to think about that because God's blessing and provision is not limited to the resources around you. Say amen, somebody. La habilidad de Dios para proveer por tu necesidad no está limitado a los recursos que tú tienes a tu alrededor. God is not limited, and the Bible says he can save by many or by few. Dice la Escritura que Dios puede salvar por muchos o por pocos. Look at what Psalm 37 verse 25 says. El Salmo 37, el verso 25. The, the, the psalmist writes, and David says, I have been young. And now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging for bread. Dice el salmista, estado joven, y ahora estoy viejo, pero nunca he visto al justo desamparado, ni su simiente que mendigue pan. God says, 
I don't need the resources around you to provide for you. There may be no resources around you, but my children will not beg for bread. I will be their provision. I will be their sustenance. I will be their God. Come on, somebody. I will bring them up, and I will bring them out because of my favor upon them. Dice la palabra del Señor en el Salmo 34 y el verso 10, Psalm 34 and verse 10. The word of the Lord says the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they who seek the Lord shall not be in want of any good thing. Dice la escritura que los leoncillos uh, tienen hambre y sufren necesidad, pero los que temen a Jehová, los que buscan a Dios, no carecerán de ninguna cosa buena. Now, I just gave you two Bible verses that if I were you, I would commit to memory because this is God's word. And he says, look, you look out into the, into the African jungle and you will find sometimes that a lion can't find anything to eat. He says, but in my house, in the house of my children, they will not suffer lack. Say amen, somebody. They will be in lack of no good thing. That's God's promise and plan for your life. Esta la promesa y el plan de Dios para su vida. Say amen, somebody. So this woman is in dire straits. Esta mujer está en grande necesidad. If anybody needed a breakthrough, she needed a breakthrough. Si alguien necesitaba un avance en su situación, esta mujer lo necesitaba. How many of you need a breakthrough? How many of you need a breakthrough? How many of you want a breakthrough? How many of you know that you've been pushing for breakthrough for a long time? Well, what are some keys that God wants to give us tonight for this breakthrough to come? They're very important, and I don't want you to miss any of them. And I, I want you to take them like homework, all right? I quiero que usted tome esto que yo voy a compartir y revisar de lo que ya hemos estudiado y hágalo como tarea. Number one, in order to receive a breakthrough, you need the word of the Lord. Número uno, para recibir un avance, usted necesita la palabra de Dios. The prophet comes to this woman and he says to her, thus saith the Lord. El profeta viene a esta mujer y le dice, así ha dicho Jehová. Can I tell you, friends, that there is an incredible power on the earth today, and it is the word of God. Hay un tremendo poder sobre la tierra hoy, y es el poder de Dios. And so, when we talk about breakthrough, breakthrough begins with you receiving the word of the Lord. El quebrantamiento, el avance, viene cuando usted recibe la palabra de Dios. This woman is in trouble. The prophet shows up at her house and he says to her, bring me a glass of water. And when she goes to get the water, he says, while you're at it, bring me a bread cake. And while she uh, is uh, in dire straits, the prophet asks her for the last thing she has in her house. El profeta le está pidiendo la última cosa que ella tiene en su casa. And the scripture says that she said to him, sir, I'm about to go and make the last little handful of flour into two bread cakes so that my son and I can, can eat 
and then we're going to die. He said, that's okay. Go do that. But first, bring me a bread cake. How many of you know that God is not limited to your circumstances? Say amen, somebody. He said, go and bring it to me first. For thus saith the Lord, the flour shall not go uh, your, your bowl of flour shall not be empty, nor your jar of oil go empty until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the land of Israel. And this woman received the word of the Lord. Here's the question tonight. Have you received a word from God? Have you received the word from God for your situation? ¿Cuántos esta noche han recibido la palabra de Dios? I shared with you on Wednesday, sometimes the word of God comes through a sermon that you hear. Sometimes it comes through a prophet that comes and speaks over your life. Sometimes it comes through your study of the scriptures and through you reading the word of God. However it comes, when you discern in your spirit, that is the word of God for my situation, you need to grab it. You need to go to hold of what God is saying. Cuando usted ve a esta mujer, ella recibe la palabra de Dios. Esa palabra a veces viene a través de un profeta. A veces viene a través de un sermón. A veces viene a través de la predica, de la, leer la palabra del Señor. You know, sometimes the word of the Lord comes in worship. Muchas veces la palabra del Señor viene durante la adoración. What's important is that when you hear the word of God, when you have that inner witness, God has spoken to me about my situation, that you grab it with all that you've got. Es muy importante que usted cuando perciba esta la palabra de Dios para mi situación, que usted la arrebate y no la deje ir. Grab hold of it and don't let it go. Aférrese a esa palabra y no la deje ir porque esa palabra es la llave para su avance. That word is the key to your breakthrough. Listen, you may have heard the same verse a thousand times. But when God wants to speak to that situation in your life and he speaks that verse into your heart, you grab a hold of the word of God. Say amen somebody. And that word becomes the catalyst. It becomes the thing that begins to produce breakthrough in your life. This woman does not know it, but her life has just changed. And breakthrough has already visited her house. Why? Because the word of the Lord has gone forth. Say amen, somebody. God says, I sent my word and healed you. That means that God can do things with his word that you and I cannot do with our hands. Amen, somebody. And so what you and I need is the word of God. Because the word of God is creative. The word of God is able to produce a result. La palabra del Señor es creativa y puede producir un resultado. Let me explain to you some things about the word of God. Number one, the word of God created the world. You and I were created by the word of God. Usted y yo fuimos creados por la palabra del Señor. That means you and I are creatures of the word. Somos criatura de la palabra. God said, and there was. You read that all throughout the first chapter of Genesis. And the Lord said, and there was. The Lord said, and there was. When God speaks, things happen. Say that with me. When God speaks, things happen. 
So don't ever think, I'm just quoting a Bible verse. Don't ever think the pastor's just preaching a sermon. Don't ever think uh, they're, just, they're just speaking a hopeful, wishful uh, statement over my life in that prophetic word. No, the word of God changes things. The word of God produces and creates things. The Bible says in Psalm 33, verse 6, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of the mouth of, the all, of God, all of their hosts. All of the creation was made by the word of God. You and I, number two, are saved by the word of God. Usted y yo fuimos salvos por la palabra del Señor. How many of you are saved? ¿Cuántos son salvos? Listen, the apostle Peter writes, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22 through 23. Since I have purified your soul in obeying the truth through the spirit in sincere love of the brethren. Love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of the corruptible, but of the incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. How are you born again? By the living word of God. ¿Cómo es que usted nació de nuevo? Por el poder de la palabra viva. The word of God is living. La palabra de Dios es viva. That's why people who have no plans of getting saved come to church and get saved. Why? Because the word of God is living. And when it comes into the heart of man, it produces life. It produces a new birth. Say amen, somebody. Because that is how you and I were born. That's how you and I were born again. We were born again by the living word. Nacimos de nuevo por la palabra viva. Furthermore, we are sustained by the word. Más que eso, somos sostenidos por la palabra de Dios. Listen, we're creatures of the word. That means that we were created by the word, we're saved by the word, and we are sustained by the word of God. The word of God is an essential part of every day of your life. La palabra de Dios es una parte esencial de todos los días de su vida. John 6, 63 the Bible says, the words that I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. Juan 6, 63, dice la palabra del Señor, las palabras que yo he hablado a ti son espíritu y vida. So if you're a creature of the word and you want breakthrough, what do you need? That was weak. I'm going to ask you again. What do you need? You need the word. Si usted es criatura de la palabra y quiere uh, un avance en su vida, usted y yo necesitamos la palabra de Dios. And listen, if you're going through and you need a breakthrough, you say, Lord, I need a word. Just be honest with God. And say, God, I need a word. You know, I pray every week for the message that I'm going to preach to you that week. But I should not be the only person in this church praying about the sermon on Sunday. Say amen, somebody. Every single person in here should be praying, Lord, give pastor the word. Because I need the word. I need to hear what you would say to my life this week. And how many of you can bear witness that you've been sitting, listening to the word of God preach, and while the sermon is going forward, you receive a word from God that addresses your exact situation, and you know God has spoken to me. Say amen, somebody. 
That's the power of the word of God. And you and I need to grab hold of that. Look at how impactful the word of God is. The word of God is successful. Isaiah 55 verse 11. So will my word be which goes forth from my mouth, says the Lord. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the manner to which I sent it. God's word never fails. God's word is successful. La palabra de Dios es exitosa. Dice mi palabra, la cual sale de mi boca, no regresará a mi vacía, sino que cumplirá lo que yo he dicho. The word of God is discerning. La palabra de Dios nos discierne. Listen, you and I don't read the Bible. The Bible reads us. Say amen, somebody. When you start reading the Bible, the Bible will discern you. Now, the, the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12 that the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, and is piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both the joints and the marrow, and is able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. The word of God produces faith. La palabra de Dios produce fe. The Bible says, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. How many of you need breakthrough? How many of you need breakthrough? And guess what? You don't need Netflix. You need the word. Say amen, somebody. We need the word because it's the word that produces faith. It's the word that is able to build up your faith so that you can pray with power and receive the deliverance that you need in your life, in your finances, in your relationships. Say amen, somebody. The word of God produces faith. It is able to build up your faith because faith is so essential to breakthrough. If you need faith tonight, You've come to the right place because faith is built upon the word of God. And if you ever feel like your faith tank is low, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and read your Bible. Say amen, somebody. I mean, even if you just go to grandma's house and you read that little plastic bread loaf that says daily bread and you pull out one of those little cards and read one Bible verse, the word of God produces faith. Say amen, somebody. If your faith tank is low, get to the house of God. If you don't have a service that night, go listen to a podcast. Go and hear somebody proclaim the word of God. Because in order to have breakthrough, you need the word of God. Look at what else the word of God does. The word of, of God provides physical healing. La palabra de Dios produce sanidad divina. Psalm 107, verse 17 and on. It says, I say to you, out of my own personal experience, fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. Listen, somebody that's at the gates of death, do you think they need a breakthrough? Do they need a breakthrough? Alguien que está a la puerta de la muerte, necesitará avance o no? So then he says, then I cried to the Lord. ¿Qué dice el salmista? Entonces, clamé a Jehová. I need a breakthrough. What do I do? Cry to the Lord in my trouble. And what does it say? He saved them out of their distress. 
What did he do? He sent his word and he healed them. Let me say that again. He sent his word and he healed them and he delivered them from all of their destruction. That's Psalm 107, verse 17 through 20. Don't miss it now. Look at the pattern. They were on the edge of death. They needed a breakthrough. They cried unto God. What did God do? He sent his word. Say that with me. He sent his word. Come on, stay with me. He sent his word. What is the power of that? He didn't send healing. He didn't send a doctor. He didn't send a hospice nurse. Amen, somebody. What did he send? His word. Do not despise the word of God. Because when the word of God arrives in your life, it has luggage. And the luggage is full of everything that you need. So you receive the word. Come on, somebody. Receive the word when it shows up in your house. When it shows up in your spirit, you receive that word. He sent his word and he healed them. And when he when they received the word, it brought them out of their distress. It brought them out of their calamity. It brought them off of the edge of death. So what must you do? Number one, you need to receive the word of God. Tenemos que recibir la palabra de Dios. First Thessalonians 2.13. Primera de Tesalonicenses 2.13. For this reason, I also thank God without ceasing. Because when you received the word which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but for what it really is, the word of God, which also performs its work in you who believe. That's 1 Thessalonians 2.13. If you don't mind, put that on the screen for me, please. I want to dissect this with you. Listen to what Paul says. For this reason, I thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God. How many of you have received the word of God? You, I mean, you've made up your mind. The Bible is the word of God. And it is able to save. It's able to heal. It's able to transform and bring breakthrough into my life. Paul said, when you heard it from us, you welcomed it. Not as the word of men, but for what it really is. The word of God. When you hear a sermon preached or you hear... A, uh, 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 the reading of the word of God you've got to receive it as what it really is you have to receive it as the word of God and this word listen to this last phrase is able to perform its work in you who believe when you receive the word it is able to perform in you the work that it was sent to perform cuando usted y yo recibimos la palabra como la palabra de Dios no como una, uh, un dicho de los hombres, pero como palabra de Dios. Entonces la palabra puede producir en nosotros lo que fue enviada para hacer. So what I'm getting you to look at here tonight is that when you don't receive the word, you disable its ability to perform. Cuando usted no recibe la palabra, usted detiene la, el efecto de la palabra. You have to receive the word. And when you receive it by faith, you therefore enable it to perform its work in you who believe. Say amen, somebody. Do you believe the word? When you receive God's word, listen, maybe one day I'm preaching 
or you're standing in worship and there's a need going on in your life and suddenly you hear God speak to your heart and you said, that's for me. The moment you reach out and you grab it, the word begins to become perform a, a, a performance. It begins to do the thing that it was sent out to do in your life. Do you know there are some unopened packages in your life? How sad. Say amen, somebody. There are some words that are just sitting there unopened in your life because you did not receive them. You've got to receive the word. Usted tiene que recibir la palabra. The Bible will do in us what God has spoken. The word of God will do in us what God has spoken when we receive it by faith. Cuando usted recibe la palabra, usted va a ver la palabra obrar. I'll promise you this. Every word you've received has manifested in your life. Cada palabra que usted ha recibido se ha manifestado en su vida. Whatever has not manifested in your life, you probably haven't received the word yet. You haven't said, yes, God, I believe that for me. And it's not until you do that it can perform what God has spoken to you. Receiving the word of God is essential. This woman received the word of the Lord. She didn't argue with the prophet. She didn't hypothesize about the situation. She didn't evaluate her circumstances. She didn't check to see if she could find it in a commentary somewhere. She received the word of God because God sent his word to her through the prophet Elijah. And she received that word. And when she received the word, immediately breakthrough began in her life. Here's the last thing I want you to know. That you must receive the promises of God. Listen, receiving God's word is key to receiving his promises. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. The Bible says his divine power has given to us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us by his glory and virtue. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through those you may become a partaker of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. How is it that you become a partaker of the divine nature? By receiving the promises of God, by claiming them over your life. Listen, God's provision is in his word. God's provision is in his promise. Say amen, somebody. When God, when you need finances, get a promise on finances. When you need relationship healing, get a promise on relationships. When you need a, 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 a favor from somebody, you need favor by someone in the influence, you go to the word of God and find the promises of God about favor. Because God's provision is in his promise. And when you and I understand and receive the promises of God, we receive the word of God, which is able to bring breakthrough into our life. Say with me, this year, visitate the breakthrough will visit my house. Say it again. This year, breakthrough will visit my house. Now, what do you have to do? You have to receive the word of the Lord. Here's a problem with people. 
They say, I already heard that sermon. I already heard that story. I already read that verse. So what? Tell your neighbor, so what? So what? You heard it already. Maybe you heard it for that season, and now you need to hear it for this season. When people say, I already heard that, I already know that, they are not receiving the word. It doesn't matter whether your mama gave you the same caldo every day. It was food for you every day. If she gave you uh, warmed over leftovers from yesterday, you didn't say, I already had that. I already had arroz con pollo. Guess what? It might be leftovers, but it's still food. God said, I don't care whether you already memorized this verse, whether you already quoted it, whether you know it in Greek, whether you know it in Hebrew. What matters is whether you will receive it today. Because the breakthrough you need today demands the word of God for today. Say amen, somebody. So God is saying, so what? You already heard it. So what? You already know it. I'm speaking to the season you're in, not the season you were in. I'm talking about where you are and where you're going, and this word is for you. And when you will receive the word like this woman did, the very next verse says, so she went and did according to the prophet's word. There's no argument. There's no debate. She has received it. She has believed it. And now she is acting on the word of the prophet. Listen, this woman goes and bakes a, a bread cake for the man of God on the simple assumption that what he has said is going to come to pass in her life. And now what she has done is incredible. She has left the consequences of her obedience to God. You see how powerful that is? When you leave the consequences of obeying God to God, say, all right, God, I'm going to obey you and the consequences are in your hands. If the prophet eats my last tortilla, it's going to be your problem. I'm going to trust you with the consequences. Now the next thing, there's two more keys here. I, I don't have time. I'll deliver it. I'll, I'll take my time with them later. But I want you to under, I'll get them in your notes. If you weren't here on Wednesday. The second thing she does is she obeys the word of the Lord. In order to have breakthrough, you need to be prepared to do what God says. Say amen, somebody. She has to be willing to obey. You have to be willing to obey. She went and did it. She went and did it. It was a simple instruction. And notice that God's instructions are always within your reach. If the Lord said, this year breakthrough is coming into your house, bring me $10,000. Most of us would not be able to reach breakthrough. Lord, I have to take out a loan. Let me mortgage my house. Let me sell something. He doesn't ever do that. He always gives you an instruction that's within your reach. Isn't that a blessing? God says, bring me the tithe. That's something within your reach. He says, 
to her, bring me a bread cake. It's within her reach. It's something she can do. And when you and I listen and we receive the word of God, it's always something you and I can do. Obedience to God is essential to bringing a breakthrough. But you have to do it. You have to commit to obeying God. Ella tiene que obedecer la voz del profeta. Y esa es la segunda llave para el avance es obedecer. Y siempre la instrucción de Dios está, es algo que usted y yo podemos hacer. Es algo que Dios ha puesto dentro de nuestro alcance. I told you this morning to reach for it. Reach for it means it's within grasp. It's not outside of my reach. It's not beyond my control. God doesn't need you to produce the breakthrough. He needs you to obey him. He doesn't need for you to bring down Jericho. All he needs you to do is walk around it and shout when he says shout. God's instructions are always within reach. La instrucción de Dios es siempre dentro de nuestro alcance. Lo importante es obedecerle a él. And then number three, she sowed a seed. This is what we would call a point of contact. Número tres, para recibir un avance, tienes que sembrar una semilla. Necesitas un punto de contacto. In other words, she made room for God in the situation. Ella hizo lugar para Dios en la situación. Here are the three things to have a breakthrough. Number one, I have to receive the word. Number two, I have to be willing to obey. Number three, I need to make room for God. And she makes room for God by, by giving a seed. What's the seed? She gives an offering. Ella da una ofrenda. She's giving it to the prophet. Listen, the Bible said no one who gives a prophet a glass of water will go without receiving a prophet's reward. God will never be a debtor to you. Amen, somebody. Dios jamás va a ser deudor. Si usted le da, él va a dar también. If you give, he says, you will receive. And in order to have a breakthrough, you and I have to make room. She needs a financial breakthrough. She's got to make room in her finances. She's got to sow a seed out of her finances that's going to produce the breakthrough that she needs. And this is so uh, consistent throughout the word of God. Uh, and it's a value and an important principle that we operate by, most of us in the, in the house of faith. If you haven't learned this principle, I want you to learn it tonight. God is looking for you to make room. And when you sow a seed, the Bible said you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. You sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. How much did this woman give? She gave one bread cake. But really, what did she give? Everything. She gave God all she had. She made room. And God is about to manifest breakthrough in her family, in her home, because she makes room for God. I challenged the church on Wednesday, and I'm challenging you again tonight. I want you to begin to ask God, Lord, what seed do you want me to sow? This season that you're promising breakthrough for my home, I want you to tell me what seed do you want me to sow? And God's going to give you an offering that he wants you to sow. 
He's going to put something in your heart, in your mind, a place that he wants you to make room for him to manifest his glory and his power. And when you do that, you're going to realize that the potential of a seed is far greater than you understand. Listen, if you, if you give me, if I give you an apple, you can eat one apple. But if I give you a seed, you have no idea how many apples are in that seed. That meant somebody. You plant that seed, you're going to have a tree, and that tree is going to bear many apples. This season and next season and the season after that. Just think about that. That's the power of a seed. That's the power of giving to God. Ese es el poder de darle a Dios, de sembrar una semilla. Cuando usted siembra una semilla de manzana, usted no sabe cuántas manzanas están en esa semilla. Un árbol va a producir fruto año tras año tras año. And look at what the Bible says about this woman. When she brought to God what she had, it says, So she went and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and he and her household ate for many days. Don't you just love the Bible? How many times does it say and in that verse? She started out with me and my son are going to eat and die. Now it says that she ate and Elijah ate and her household ate for many days. I said many days. She was down to her last meal. But now it's she and the prophet and her household are eating breakfast and lunch and dinner on Sunday, on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday, in January, in February, in March, in April, in May, in June, in July, in August, in September, in October, in November, in December, in 2019, in 2020, in 2021, in 2022. Come on, somebody, this year. I said this year, breakthrough is coming to your house. Este año, el avance viene a tu casa. Somebody give God praise. Give him glory. Receive the word of the Lord. God is the God of end. What is he saying tonight? I'm going to heal your body. And I'm going to provide for your finances. And I'm going to save your children. And I'm going to bring revival to your city. And I'm going to do the impossible. Come on, somebody. God is ready to release breakthrough in extraordinary ways. Somebody receive the word of the Lord all over this room. All over this room. Grab it. Get a hold of it. Agárrese de la palabra de Dios esta noche. She ate, and the prophet ate, and her household ate for many days. Come on. Breakthrough is coming to your house. 
Breakthrough is coming to your house. God has given you three simple instructions. Receive the word. Be willing to obey. And make room for God. If you will take those three instructions by faith tonight. Let's come into this altar. And let's believe God and receive his word. This year, breakthrough is coming to your house. This year, breakthrough is going to visit your house.